Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. Does Moonlight's win mean the Oscars are evolving? Where were all the women at the Oscars? Find out on this episode of This Month in the Movies. So we finally reached the end of February. The snow is melting, Tish. It melted, and then it got cold again. So. Yeah, it's supposed to be warming enough to we kept. Yeah. Spring it's- is around the corner. Yay. It's fine. It just smells like dog poo now, so, you know. I did notice on one of the warm days that <laughs> I could smell things. Not great things, city smells, but, you know, in the winter you don't smell anything. No. <sighs> yeah, I'm glad it's getting warmer. Well, it's easier for you. I can stop taking the bus and start biking. Yeah. (laughs) That's always a good thing for me. Yeah. It's also the end of awards season. Finally. Finally. It's done. done For eight months before it starts up again. Yeah. (laughs) Which means... We gotta talk about the big one. The the Oscars. The Oscars. Yes. Alright. We'll get to that, but let's find out what we were watching in... February. <laughs> Do you watch anything yes. particularly interesting? First of all, I was going through my PVR at home, okay. and I finished watching any Christmas, any of the like Lifetime Christmas movies You're that I taped. Still watching them? I just had a bunch that like I never got to because yeah. I just was taping a bunch of them. Yeah. So I had like four on there. So I was like, I'm just gonna like go <laughs> through these, which is like it's different watching them not at Christmas. Yeah. Um, kind of don't hate it, but different. Um, yeah. So I've um, watched Christmas of like early January, but this feels no, it was late. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, nothing that I feel ne- necessarily talking about is, uh, but I've been at the theater three times in the last week. That's obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's different people. That's cool, yes. Um, what did I watch? I watched a couple of short films, which... Those are nice. Because our next podcast is going to be about short films. So I've been watching some. Uh, so I don't need to tell you about that. How about... Oh my god. Finally, I got <laughs> to watch... The Love Witch. Oh, yes. This is very big. Been looking forward to it for so long since I saw the first screenshot. Mm-hmm. It was so beautiful. And it said it was called The Love Witch. And I was like, I am in. <laughs> <laughs> and so I finally saw it because it came on iTunes February 3rd. And it was beautiful and so, like, 60s. Like, actually looks like it was made in the 60s. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And... It's so pretty, and, like, the acting and stuff is really, like, awkward at times, but because it's supposed to be, like, those kind of almost B-movies, those, like, weird movies, and it was, like, weird and amazing and so pretty. (laughs) I know. You loved it. I did love it. I just rented it on iTunes. I think I'm going to buy it on (laughs) Blu-ray eventually when I feel like watching it again. That's big for... Yeah, I haven't bought a DVD in a long time. No. So long that I don't have Blu-rays. I haven't gotten into that. I don't have Blu-rays either. Anyway, I loved it. I recommend it. I'm gonna say Tish loved it. (laughs) Yes. Um, And it's, like, written and directed and, like, set design and costume design and edited all by Anna Biller. Mm Mm-hmm. And... It's a lot of work. 
Yeah. You can tell it's just like, ah, I just, I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I did go to the theater and see the film Get Out right. um, last weekend, and it was pretty spectacular. I didn't really know what to expect. Like, the trailer was weird. I was I first saw the trailer, like, months and months ago when I was, mm-hmm. when I, in October, when I saw Ouija with a friend <laughs> in the theaters, and this, this trailer came on, and we were like, what the fuck happens in this movie? Um, but it was so well done and it's like horror-y and there's like a couple scares in it, but it's like more like psychological, social thriller and it really kind of flips the script on a Mm -hmm. regular horror film. And, um, I wouldn't, I mean like it's social justice message is not subtle, no, (laughs) but it's perfect. Yeah. Um. I've been hearing good things about it, yeah. but I kind of avoided it because I don't do horror movies. But then I've also heard, like... It's not... You can see it, horror wimps. Like, yes. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. can. Yeah, for sure. It was uh, it was really good. I guess, like, I, I kind of looked at a couple of reviews, and I was like, oh, like, it's supposed to be good and stuff, but you kind of didn't... I didn't know really what I was getting into. And then when I came out, and uh, me and my friend were both like, that was phenomenal. You'll so. have to see it eventually. Yeah. It was great. Um, I went to Bright Nights, the Baltic Nordic Film Festival here in Ottawa. Ottawa. And I got to see two of the films that I wanted to see. Um, A Thousand and One Grams from Norway, which was kind of cute and funny, but like a little bit tragedy. I don't know. It was nice. It was about... (laughs) It's a world you know nothing about. It's about the like department of like measurements and volumes or something it's called and this woman has to take the official Norwegian kilogram to this like conference where they all get like weighed and like checked or whatever because every country has their official kilogram which can change is like the earth right changes in matter whatever um, so it's, like, set in this really weirdly specific world and, like, no kidding. job, which is really interesting to see, and it's, um, anyway, it's really good. So you can see it if you can. Um, and then I saw Young Sophie Bell, uh, from Sweden, and I really loved it. It's about two girls who graduate high school. Um, kind of like friendship where... They've been friends forever, but they're actually very different, so they get in a fight, and one goes off to Berlin without the other, because that was their plan, but she goes off without her, and then um, she doesn't know what happened to her friend, so she goes looking for her. And it's uh, self-discovery, it's still discovering her friend, it's very nice to watch, it's bright and colorful and pretty, and Berlin is really cool. <laughs> like Berlin's super cool. Yeah. Um, so I really love that one too. Cool. You yeah. saw, you saw a lot of good movies this month. I know. I can't talk about them all, but, I know. um. It always helps though when you can go to like the festivals and stuff. I saw like weird, I mean like I saw like Lego Batman. It was really <laughs> fun. <laughs> I heard it's super gay. Or like the characters are super gay. Or people just want it to be gay. Like. Oh. They're interpreting it as like. Sure. They're super gay. No. Mm. I didn't come away with that, like, overly 
I feel like I feel like I guess you can take it. Like I mean, like maybe it's just it the has way that the type everyone... of jokes, right? Like I mean, yeah, it's just like the Lego Movie in terms of just the way that everyone always wants Batman and Robin to be super gay together. Yeah, I mean, like I I, <laughs> yeah, okay. I hadn't thought of that, so I didn't come away <laughs> immediately. Okay. Most importantly, oh, we yes. watched Spice World. We sure did, and. Raw spice. Raw spice. The unofficial <laughs> making of the Spice Girls. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. No? Yeah. Um, well, because it was, like, before they were really the was, Spice Girls. It was when they were, like, first, like, put together by this, like, management group. Ew, I hated that guy so much. Sorry. <laughs> I hated their, like, first manager yeah. with a passion. He was like... I'm 23 and I'm white, so I'm going to find the hottest girls I can and put them in a group and make them dance for me. Yeah. <laughs> dance monkeys. Like, I was... It creeped me out. I'm sorry. It really did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my issue with Raw Spice, the unofficial making of the Spice yeah. Girls. The unofficial that, story of the making of the... Same it, difference. There's a lot of those. <laughs> is that um, they have one day of footage from practice. Maybe like two days. And then, like, a little bit of footage of the girls at home. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one the of their show- showcases. Yeah. That's, That's it. That's <laughs> all the footage. Which always makes me up. And I, I guess a little bit of, like, their audition their audition tapes. Of... No, I think that was just the one day they were like, we're going to film oh, today. You're rehearsing. Though. And then also come in and tell us right. about how it's going in the group. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't, like, the first meeting with them. Like, it's just... It was interesting. But it, I still enjoyed it, like, in yeah. terms of, you know. I'm not going to watch it I again. mean, no. Like, <laughs> I, I do have this song it. stuck in my head because they sang two songs. Yeah. Over and oh, over. my God. That song. We're going to make it happen. Tish texted me <laughs> two days later, and it's like, every time I read it, it's going to get... It's going to be in my head now all night. But yeah. yeah, we had like a little a little Spice Girls night. Yeah, and then we listened to the Spice Girls while we played board games. Yeah. It was amazing. It was very nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good night. Yeah. Okay. Um last thing we just both of us just saw. Yes. Was we Beep. got an advanced screening. Woo! Tish is a winner. Yay. Yeah. Finally, it's only been like seven months since I won one. Right. And so we got the extreme privilege of going to see the movie Before I Fall. It's not great, guys. Reviews on, on YouTube. YouTunes. Yeah, you can... <laughs> YouTunes, which is <laughs> also known as the YouTubes. <laughs> yeah, we did our review video after, so you can watch that. Um, it was so nice going to an advanced screening. It was nice to get back at it. Yeah. Do your little video. It's not a great movie, but no. you can just watch the video and find out why. Yes. Because I don't want to just say, I mean, I'm bad. not recommending it, but also... There's reasons. Yeah. And there's some people... Maybe you'll like it anyway, so And I don't also, wanna... it might, like, depend on, like, age and stuff. Like, I feel like maybe if I was 16, I would Yeah, because seeing yourself on right. the screen is always more attractive. Exactly. So, it maybe just isn't for us. Maybe. Also, it's, we don't recommend it. Also, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay, that's what we've seen. What do we want to see based on some trailers? What trailers have we seen? As uh, in the few I just showed you before we started recording. Pretty much that. Um, <laughs> I have been very busy lately. I haven't watched a lot of trailers. You'd think, like, being at the theater, but there's not been a lot of good ones. Yeah. Which is always disappointing because I love trailers. And I they guess- just show, like, related movies. Right. Or, like, the biggest movies mm-hmm. or whatever's going to be in theaters. Whereas, like, trailers... On, subscribe to like on the YouTunes. On the YouTunes, <laughs> I've got a channel for like all the major ones, and then there's like an indie channel that puts mm-hmm. all the indie trailers. So, how about Sofia Coppola's next movie, The Beguiled? Yes, uh, period piece. Which I was like, oh, because I like Sofia Coppola's movies, but I don't really like period pieces. Kristen Dunst is in it, of course, and Al Fanning, her other little muse. Yes. <laughs> Um, Colin Farrell. And Nicole Kidman. I'm okay with Nicole Kidman. Colin Farrell's oh. not my favorite actor in the world. Um, but maybe. maybe he'll be great in this. With his southern accent? Well, I just, I mean, <laughs> I'm trusting Sophia here. Yeah. I wasn't that into it. This period piece seems very, like, slow and dark and not really like her other movies. But then... There's a part at the end of the trailer where his voiceover yells, you vengeful bitches. And I was like, I'm in. Vengeful bitches? Yes. Check. Let's do this. Yeah. I think, um, I'll, I'm, yeah, I'll probably go see it. Yeah. I mean, what was her last? Her last one was the bling ring. I like that. Mm-hmm. The one before somewhere. I didn't really like that. So... She doesn't have, like, a perfect track record. No, but she overall, hits and misses, like but she style. has a style. She has a point of view. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate that in a director. Yeah. Um, what else is interesting? Cat fight? I definitely want to see it. Oh, my God. This looks ridiculous. I don't even fully understand, but, like, Sandra Oh is in it. Yeah. And Anne Heche, Alicia yeah. Silverstone. I love Sandra O. Oh. Me too. I want to see her in more because I know she's really funny. She, and yeah, really good. way funnier than people give her credit for. Like she has incredible timing. Yeah, she has like a very sophisticated wit. I feel like yes, <sighs> love her. I love it because you think cat fight. It's a women competition thing, which we all hate to see. Right. But this looks like funny and so and. S- it, ridiculous, but like, right? It looks well. I mean, some of like they have some kind of commentary about it that comes up during the trailer, and it's like absurdity and like stuff like that. And yeah. like you really see that. Like it's not, it's not a story that you're gonna sit there and be like, this is the most realistic thing that could ever happen. It doesn't feel like that. No, yeah, it seems a bit um, fantasy or right magical it, realism. That kind of right. weird little slightly off, this would never happen. Yeah, kind of <laughs> like they took reality and they've just augmented some things to kind of, for their social commentary, whatever yeah. they're going to do. But it looks hilarious and yeah. kind of sad and um, like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm really excited to see it. I love seeing, we always talk about female representation, which... <laughs> we do? <laughs> I think we've mentioned it. <laughs> Um, and we talk about, like, quality of, like, female characters, like, oh, this one's just, like, a sex object or a stereotype. But that doesn't mean we want every woman in a movie to be, like, perfect and, like, flawless and always be, like, a good person. It's great to see something like this where, like, 
they look like interesting characters, and also they're clearly, like, piece of shit, because they're fighting each other, and, like, ruining each other's lives, and, like, if they, if it's really good, and the character's really good, it's gonna be, like, amazing, because I like seeing, like, characters that are fucked up, and, like, allowing women to be those characters, and, like, we don't have to have some sort of redeemable quality to be a good, we don't have to be the saint, or the virgin, or, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm excited for Me that. too. What else are you looking forward to? Uh, oh, right, Girls Trip. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Um, I saw that trailer in theaters before Get Out, weirdly mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> Black people. Black people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it has, oh my god, who else in it? Queen Latifah's in it. Jada, Jada Pinkett Smith, yeah. Regina Hall, and someone else I'm not familiar with. Right. And it's four ladies going on a girl's trip to Nolens. Yeah. I feel like it's a little bit, I hope it's good, but I feel like it also might be in the vein of bad moms where they're just going for a certain demographic. Yeah. But it does look good. But I, f- I feel like maybe they're also trying to give... Um, like black women, their bridesmaids. Kind of. It kind of feels like that. It kind of feels like, like black female version of The Hangover. Yeah. Like kind of in like that sort of vein of of comedies that have generally yeah. been white men and except for bridesmaids, mm-hmm. that was white women. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it feels kind of like that vein of film, and maybe this one can break through for yes. So I hope it's good. One. Me too. I hope it's good. I mean, like if nothing else, it looks like good funny times. Right. Those movies can be like, I. it's not like you sit there and you're like, well, this movie is necessarily the best of all time, but like they, they're entertaining and they're funny and sometimes like that's all you want in a movie. <laughs> so If it makes you money, then maybe they will believe black women can make movie money. Right. Hmm? We'll see. Anything else? Um, about? I just want to mention The Bad Batch <laughs> because I... At first, did not watch the trailer because the thumbnail was just, like, Jason Momoa with, like, a bunch of tattoos, and I was like, this is just going to be, like, a bunch of bad guys doing something. (laughs) But then I watched it, and there's actually, like, a young girl at the heart of the story, and it looks really fucked up and weird and cool, and it's directed by the woman who directed A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, which is a movie I've been meaning to see, because it's apparently really good. Um, so I have high hopes for it. It looks mm-hmm. kind of weird and interesting. Kind of like at a least. western-y type of a... I don't know. It's, it's but also kind of post-apocalyptic. Yeah, post-apocalyptic western yeah. film with a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I think the message of it is about outsiders. Yes. And that it kind seems of very much... Yeah. It's like they're the, they're the misfits and the yes. rejected... Yeah. People, so, so it's interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, let's just get to it talking about the Oscars. Not very exciting, but no. we'll mention a few things. You will, you're not gonna, it wasn't a great year. We don't need to talk about it. Is it ever? I mean, I, mean, I always no. watch the Oscars, and, I like, never I never them. care about them, almost. Like, I don't... I, a, pretty dresses... I appreciate watching yes, it for that. I like checking the Twitters and stuff to see all the dresses. And then I just I just saw all the winners mm-hmm. or, like, news kind of on Twitter and IMDb. And I was like, okay, I know what's going on. That's it. I heard Jimmy Kimmel sucked as a host, so I didn't miss anything. 
All the good <laughs> speeches get, like, gifed on Tumblr, so I see them. Like, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about some good things that did come out this year. Uh, Moonlight. Moonlight! Won Best Picture and Best Adapted Screenplay. Yay, Moonlight. Um, which is history-making. It being is. black and queer. Yes. It's amazing. Um, really, I think the only women on it was, there was a producer, so we can't say a woman won Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a woman editor who was nominated for editing, didn't win, but she got a nomination, that's still great. Yes. And at least got to take part in the Best yeah. Picture win. I mean, she edited the best movie of the year, that means she made the, the best, best movie, movie I know. Year. Editing like, is, like... The most important. You're, you're get. You're doing the final cut, girl. It's vastly underrated. I editing. know. Like, yeah, you're making every decision. Really, you're given the options and you're making the decisions. Yeah, you are putting together this movie. Um, so. I read an article. I'm gonna try and find it so you can put it in the links. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it was an article, but it was talking about how unfortunate it is. The mix-up that happened, we don't need to go in, everyone knows, yeah. but how unfortunate it is because this is such a historic win for Moonlight, but now mm. it forever has to be tied to La La Land. Yes. Like, even in its win, it can't just stand by itself. Yes. Oh, that's so irritating. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I watch La La Land, I love La La Land, it's very much in like the vein of films that I like truly love and enjoy. Mm-hmm. It was not the best picture of the year, it just wasn't. And I was so happy for Moonlight. Mm-hmm. But now, now it's the two of them. Now it's all like, look how gracious the white people were when they had to give yeah. their awards over to the black people. Yeah. <laughs> like, great. Yep. Yep. Even um, when you <laughs> win, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that frustrates me. Yeah. Um, but... It won. It's getting, like, a it longer didn't. release in theaters and stuff. Yeah. So that's great. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I still haven't seen it either. I will like, I will see it. La La Land is, like, the haven't. only Oscar movie I saw. Yeah. Other than I um, saw three out of the five short animated <laughs> animations. <laughs> because I worked at the animation festival. Um, and, of course, the Piper one. Mm-hmm. Pixar one. But... Um, Blind Fascia by Theodore, I'm going to forget his name, um, was really good. I saw the theater, but animation wise, Pixar wins, but Blind Fascia was about a girl who, when I saw the future and when I saw the past, so it was a very yeah. like, kind of poetic and that would metaphorical. fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Like, she never knew what was going on right now. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, if you can see Blind Vasha somewhere, you should check that out. Cool. What other uh, good things happened? Well, we did make some history. Yeah, we um, did. Octavia Spencer is, before her, no black woman who's ever won an Academy Award has ever been nominated again. Which is crazy. <laughs> Especially, like, when you think, like, Halle Berry, even. Like, even stars that are, like, huge, big, popular names. Yeah. You'd think if you, you were... would have thought... Well, I don't know what the stats are, but most people who have won an award, that wasn't their last thing at the Oscars, you mm-hmm. know? Like, they were nominated again. They yeah. won again, you know? 
Um, so she didn't win, but she made history just by being nominated, mm-hmm. which was great. Um, and then Viola Davis won in that category, mm-hmm. giving her the triple crown of acting. Yes, she has now officially won a, an Oscar, a Tony, and an Emmy. I think more than one Emmy and more than one Tony. I think so, but... This is her first Oscar. Yes. Yay! One more and she can have an EGOT. Yeah. That's what everyone was saying. And it's then I got so confused. rare because the Grammy is such like... It's like acting, 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 singing! Yeah. yeah. Or, as a lot of people have won it, like a comedy special or something like that. Yeah, Grammy doesn't necessarily mean music. No, but I'm just saying generally speaking, yeah. that's what you associate Does she with. sing? Well, I mean, she's won Tonys, but I don't know if it was, um, I don't know what her wins were, if it was a musical or play, but. I guess if people are saying it, she must have done musicals or something. Um, one more black woman doing great things at the Oscars. Uh, Joy McMillan was the editor of Moonlight. Yeah. Um, after more than 10 years of being the number two on editing teams, she was the lead editor on Moonlight. And she was nominated. And, and then did one best picture. So pretty much she kicked everyone's ass. Yeah. Way to go, Joy. Yay. Congratulations to you. We bow down. <laughs> yeah. We're not I'm, worthy. I really, I like editing and like, I feel like editing is underappreciated. It massively is. Definitely not enough women doing it. People, because people don't understand, I feel like, what it is. They think like, no, the director makes a movie and it's like, any director will tell you, like, they better have a good editor on their team. Yeah. Um, I am just a fun little side project for myself trying to have hobbies. I'm <laughs> starting a Tumblr mm-hmm. um, for about women editors because there's, like, a bunch of women in film, women screeners, women directors that I follow. So I wanted to make one that was fuck yeah women film editors. Um, so I'm going to try to, like, feature, make posts about the movies, the women, like, all that stuff. Um, I'm also interested in editor-director relationships, because Mm -hmm. a lot of directors work with the same editors over and over. Like, Quentin Tarantino had Sally Menke, however you pronounce her name. (laughs) Um, she's edited, like, all of his movies from, like, Reservoir Dogs to Inglorious Bastards, and then she passed away. So... Anyway, I'm interested in that, <laughs> like, because directors do work with editors to make the movie come together, right? Because they're directing the movie. But um, yeah, people don't know what goes on. And even with editing, there's editors, and then there's like the colorist and like the sound mixer, right. like the sound editing that goes on. Yeah, no, every piece is broken down. Yeah. So. Yay, editing. Okay. <laughs> Um, not so great stuff happened. Other than the just general lack of diversity in women, of course. We all know about that. Yeah. Um, only four of the televised awards, other than the women-only acting categories, um, were won by women. And they were all shared, except for the best costume design was just Colleen Atwood. It's her fourth Oscar. She knows how to make a costume. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean... And until we can also increase the number of women in the fields, it's going to be hard to increase the number of women at the Oscars. Um, But it would be nice to have women 
get opportunities on bigger films or more important films. Mm-hmm. Not have to be like gonna make our own project because we're not getting funded for anything. Yeah, <laughs> and it would be nice to see women win something. Yeah, there's also never been a female woman cinematographer nope. nominated in ever eighty nine. Not even nominated. Which is not surprising when you Wait. know that there are only two percent of the cinematographers are women. But there's gotta be someone in that two percent that's doing <laughs> Come good on. work. Come on, we believe in you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder if any winners of like best picture or one of the kind of major ones has ever even had a female cinematographer. Probably not. No. I mean, it's nice to hope, but just wondering. But you can look that up for next time. I will, because okay. I might also do a Tumblr for female cinematographers, because <laughs> that's also not out there. Fair enough. And they're only 2%. Uh, this, I mean, I guess we're not really shocked by the underrepresentation of women. It happens at every award show. Yeah. It's in the industry, and then it's just reflected even... Right. It's just even worse for awards. For awards. Um, there were some other not-great things... Um, mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised he won. I'm just not happy about it. Um, I'm Brie Larson. Just yeah, <laughs> I agree. No. I love her so 100%. much. 100%. They gave her the same category again I know. as the Golden Globes. So she got to... It's because she won um, last year for Room. Because she won Best Actress last oh, year for Room, she presents Best Actor this year. That's how they do it. So that's why she was getting that category. Yes. Okay. Well, good for her. She looked unimpressed and then didn't clap. Good. So. Right. I um. feel like people didn't even, like, know about this story. Like, it feels, like, really... Maybe not the general public. No, but that's what I mean. But... Like, it's... This he keeps being accused of sexual assault. Like it's not one time, and yes. nobody gives a shit. Which I I know. Like I shouldn't be surprised. I know I shouldn't be surprised. But it's so frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, I think we should talk about this in uh, a podcast. Like, can you separate the art from the artist for people who you know have like done stuff like this? Um, and like, part of me wants to be like, well. Does him being a shitty person mean he didn't do a good job acting? No, he did no, do a good it was job a good acting. Performance, fine. But in this case specifically, um, his sexual harassment suits were from a job. He was on a job. He's making a film. Correct. They are work related. Co- yeah, it was his coworkers filing sexual harassment suits against And him. this award show is for job performance. Exactly. <laughs> like, if this happened in another industry, I mean, okay, still a straight white man, but if you had something, like, against you that mm-hmm. happened at work, you know, people might think twice about hiring you again or, like, giving you accolades, you know? Yes. But this is, like, oh, well, we can't judge them personally or something. It's, like, we need we to judge their art, not them, but it's, like, this is the industry. This is your job. Right. You did this on the job. This isn't you beat up your girlfriend on your own time. This is you were sexually harassing people at work. Yes. When you were like their superior kind of like. Yeah. So I don't think we should be rewarding. No. No. It's, I agree. It's, you're all kind of in the same industry. Like you're all coworkers. Yeah. It's not 
okay to like ignore it. But he is a straight white man, so yeah. <sighs> we'll talk about that in a podcast. I'm <laughs> pretty sure we will. And then um, other human garbage pile, Mel Gibson was there, yeah. like front and center. And we were just like, oh, it's okay. He's like nominated and stuff. He's there. I feel like they're like, oh, we couldn't, we couldn't hide the Mel Gibson one, even though he's a straight white man. Because, like, the camera and stuff and, like, what he was recorded saying. Mm-hmm. But, like, we pushed him out for ten years, so now we can welcome him. It's like he served his time. Now let's just pretend like it never happened. Oh, it's still, still kind of, he's still that I person. I don't forget when someone says terrible things. Right. Or beats their wife or whatever he did. Right. Um, so, men are garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, some men. (laughs) Some men are garbage, and then some men are garbage for ignoring how garbage those men are. So, you're all garbage. (laughs) And then some men give garbage men awards. So, you're all garbage men. (laughs) Not garbage men. Thank you, garbage men, for doing your job. Yeah, we appreciate you. I mean, like, human garbage trash pile on fire. Of the male variety. Yeah. Of the straight white male variety. <laughs> um, That's yeah. funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that was the Oscars. Yeah. Jimmy Kimmel also bad. Yeah, he was... Not just because he was bad, but also because he was openly racist throughout the telecast. I don't know if he didn't know. Like, how do you not... I don't see it. Who's your writing staff? Yeah. What is happening? Like we've been through this before with other right. people of color with unique names and being like, no, it's not okay to not know how to pronounce someone's name or right. to make, make jokes, make about jokes their name. with the name. Like he could not get over Mahershala Ali just being named that. I don't understand. It's not that crazy. Yeah, and the Lion King boy. Right. So, I mean, maybe not him next year. No. I've never particularly liked him for anything, though. Who's been good at hosting the Oscars? Who's hosting? Has Ellen done the Oscars? Ellen's always a joy. Uh, Yeah, she did the Oscars. She's always great. Uh, I I just feel like, I mean, it's it's kind of like a thankless job, because... People yeah, are no. never happy with the no. host, so... I think it's just because it's a fucking award show. It's right. boring. Well, I mean, it's it just... It's as fun as the other ones. It's more serious. And, and it's very long. Like, I mean, this one ran over this year. It's, like, it's long enough when it finishes on time. Yeah. I understand. Like, I mean... Yeah. It's the Oscars. Right. It's the Oscars. Who cares after the red carpet? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see all the pretty dresses. Yeah. And then, yeah. Because we all know we don't care about critics and what the Academy thinks of movies. No, we, we just don't. just like what we like. Which is so often the same thing. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. Oh, that's, that's it. it for February. <laughs> February's over. Finished. Yay. Um, our next podcast is short films. Yes. We're going to be talking about short films, so instead of talking about one film and then the topic, we're going mm-hmm. to talk about one filmmaker, yes. Yulene Kwong, 
Um, you can look her up on YouTube. YouTunes. The YouTube. Because <laughs> her stuff is on there, and I really like her stuff. So we're gonna talk about her and yeah. her work specifically, and then just the art of short films. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. It's a little different for us. Yeah. Uh, as always, you can email us at inthemoviespodcast at gmail.com, and Tish will answer you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> also, uh, Twitter and Instagram, at inthemoviespod. I started January so well with the Twitters, and I've already fallen off. So, I'm going to try. I'm going to try real hard in March, guys. Okay. March goals. Be more active on the the tweeter machine. The social meds. Yeah. It's not my strongest suit. Well, I mean... No. I'm, I'm trying. Uh, so, there's a link in the description um, to the post for this episode so you can get links to everything we talked about. All the movies we saw. Um, and there's a link to our YouTube... Our YouTube? <laughs> so YouTube? you can watch our Before I Fall review. Yes recommendation to not... What's the opposite of a recommendation? Um, An unrecommendation. <laughs> recommend you don't watch it. <laughs> but you should see why, I guess. Right. Is what we're saying. Hear us complain about it. We're saying, don't just write the film off because we said so, but because we told you why we said so. Yeah. 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 Alright, that's it. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.